This Marketplace podcast is supported by Mosey Cloud Backup. Join over 100,000 businesses that trust Mosey to back up their critical business files in secure data centers. Visit mosey.com to learn more. M-O-Z-Y dot com. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Don't tell anybody I told you this, all right? But economic numbers, oh, they lie sometimes. Our friends at the BBC take us to chemistry class. And hey, was there a big thing in the stock market that I missed today? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Let Marketplace be your guide to the modern world. Subscribe to the Marketplace Tech Report podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Thursday, the 7th of November. Good as always to have you with us. And you know how every now and then I say something like, boy, capitalism's a funny thing, or man, don't try making sense of this economy, all right? Yeah, well, today is going to be one of those days for you. The Commerce Department gave us its read on the state of the American enterprise this morning. Gross domestic product, GDP in the vernacular, was up 2.8% last quarter. That's a lot more than expected. But before you cue up the happy music, a couple of caveats with that number. First of all, don't believe everything the Commerce Department tells you about GDP, because that number is going to be revised next month and the month after that. We can pretty much guarantee it. Second, and more substantively, a lot of that 2.8% growth on an annual basis comes not from consumer spending, but from companies storing. Marketplace's Mark Garrison explains that one. Dig a bit into today's report and you'll see eight-tenths percent of the boost in GDP came from the change in real private inventories. It may sound like an obscure technicality, but it is not. It's actually quite simple and simply bad. Julia Coronado is chief economist at BNP Paribas. Stores were accumulating a lot of goods to sell, but people weren't buying them. You can see this at Big Fun, a Cleveland toy store specializing in collectibles. Owner Steve Presser says low third quarter numbers had him feeling the color of the many Smurf toys lining the store shelves. What we try to do, of course, is sell through our inventory. But if we buy too much in any given month, in this case it was September, I was a little concerned because we were hoping to have a strong summer going into the fall and the final quarter. Presser sells My Little Ponies, too, but not enough bronies are buying them. Hamilton College economist Anna Owen says tightwad pony fans are an economic nightmare at the worst time. If I'm a retailer going into the holiday season, I'm very concerned right now. Okay, she wasn't talking specifically about bronies not shopping, but about everybody. Consumer confidence is low. The unemployment rate is still relatively high. And all of that impacts consumers' decision about making purchases. GDP is more than a single number. It's kind of like the Voltron set presser sells, a big robot made out of several little ones with animal heads, which I always thought was pretty cool. GDP is made of a number of numbers, and in this case, a small one about inventories tells us a little more than the big number. It's a warning, but presser's confident consumer spending will rebound toward the end of the year. Well, I'm always a superior optimist, and I'm looking for a very, very strong holiday season. In other words, a seller of heroes and villains is confident good will prevail. I'm Mark Garrison for Marketplace. Let it be said that Mark Garrison knows way too much about toys, right? All right, moving on. 72.69% was the big number on Wall Street today. The closing bell pop on Twitter for its first day of trading. $44.90 in real terms. 
That's up from the offering price of 26 bucks. All right, enough with the numbers. That pop, in part, means investors assume they are going to see a whole lot more people using Twitter, which means more people to advertise to and thus more money for the company. The only problem is that Twitter has something of a growth problem. According to a recent Reuters Ipsos poll, 30% of people who join Twitter don't use it because they simply don't get it. But Marketplace's Queenie Kim says history is full of companies that create a product and then sell the need. You know that notion of supply and demand? That is, that consumer demand drives what's sold. Pinar Yildrim is a marketing professor at the Wharton School of Business, and she says marketers don't really believe that. So essentially, we believe in marketing that consumers really don't know exactly what they want. And business history is full of examples of companies that have created products and then sold us on the idea that we need them. David Stewart teaches marketing at Loyola Marymount in Los Angeles. The microwave oven is a great example of a technology that did not find initial...